Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Unsung Stories. Today we are joined by Chloe. Chloe is a mum of two boys and today she shares how she is breaking the generational mould of her family, how she's parenting differently to what she experienced and just her deep desire for her boys to know and love God, the God of the Bible. She shares how she grew up thinking that he was an angry, unforgiving tyrant who required perfection. Uh, But as she's read the Bible for herself, uh, she can see that he's actually loving and merciful and he accepts us because Jesus was perfect on our behalf. I've been really encouraged by her story and her bravery in sharing it Um, and just love hearing a mum share how she was struggling with trying to change the narrative but still has to wrestle with it. It's not as easy as deciding that I want to be different. Uh, I'm very thankful for her willingness to share the parts of her life that she's previously kept quiet about. So I'm sure you'd agree with me and thank you, Chloe. Let's jump into her story and hear what she has to say. Hi, Chloe, and welcome to Unsung Stories. Thank you so much for joining us. That's all right. Just so that our listeners can get to know you a bit more, could you tell us about you and your family life and just what everyday life looks like for you. I'm Chloe. I just turned 30. I am married to Shane. It's coming up to, we think, nine years or 10 years. We have two kids. One's six and one is four, two boys, and we live on the central coast. Yeah, lovely. And have you always been a Christian? I invited Jesus into my life when I was three. So that's amazing. God's always been a part of my life from the beginning. So yeah, I love that. So I'm assuming that you grew up in a Christian home. What was that like for you? Yeah, I did grow up in a Christian home, so it wasn't the loving home I needed it to be. My parents are Christians, but my childhood was really strict, controlling, quite traumatic. Oh, yeah, the way that my parents practiced Christianity definitely isn't how I see and know God to be now. And growing up, I remember the Bible and scripture being used as a weapon and a form of control. And I remember being on my knees constantly asking God to forgive me and having been made to view God in that way as a child, it really left me feeling unworthy and that The God that I was dealing with was an angry God where his love was given depending on my works and what I did. Mm. Oh, Chloe. And a lot of the way I was viewing God was how I was also being treated as a child, just feeling like no matter what I did, I wasn't good enough. I didn't feel heard, didn't feel understood, and I felt alone and my childhood really distorted the way I viewed God and the Bible. 
And all through this, though, I did still continue my relationship with God and I did find peace through finding my own church at the time. Oh, Chloe, I'm so sorry that it was so hard for you and comforted that you did find peace finding a church of your own. I'm wondering what else was going on for you during your early years? During my early years, I was definitely bullied through most parts of school times here and there, especially in the early years. I definitely struggled to fit in and it didn't help at all that I had a really unstable home life and it brought a lot of challenges. Definitely like connecting with others Mm. is hard when you've got a lot going on at home. Mm. And as my mum had pretty much cut us off from the extended family and friends, I grew up with people going in and out of our lives over time, but going to church that that really God gave me a place I wanted to be. I wanted to be at youth and I found a great place of peace and I would just do anything to get there. I'd grab a lift. I just wanted to be in that space. And with the tension rising between me and my parents and me finding my voice in my teens, things just started to get too much. I was made to feel like it was my fault and that I was the problem. And through getting professional help during this time, I did come to learn outbursts from my parents and the discord. It Mm. was my fault. Mm. I could have been around 19 and I was working in a deli shop while I was also juggling home life and study and I'd not seen my auntie for about six years And there she was, literally right in front of me. And we connected, we got each other's details. It really felt like a life-changing moment. Honestly, though, I really remember standing there and thinking like how just it really was, it was pretty profound, Laura, Mm -hmm. like just with her right in front of me, actually. It's amazing. Just reflecting on that, I've reflected on it so many times through the years and even with her actually and because Marnie's not actually a Christian Mm. but just we both have been like that was just just a crazy moment and not long after that I'd met my husband and my parents during this time had told me to leave and so I literally had my new boyfriend helping me pack up my stuff to move out and I didn't have a place to go at the time and my auntie and uncle reached out took me in I lived with them for quite some months on and off and it was completely God's provision and such a blessing for us to get to know each other and heal oh Chloe that's beautiful my husband and I got married and we have two beautiful boys and it has been such a whirlwind parenting and we recently had our older son diagnosed with autism, ASD Mm. and ADHD Mm. just before the first lockdown. Whilst that has given us some closure in a really testing season where it took about three years to get a diagnosis, the day-to-day, it's great but it's so busy. Mm. Parenthood tests you in so many ways, (laughs) so many ways. But I'm so thankful that with Jesus I do not have to be perfect and he sees my struggles and loves me through. Mm. 
Wow. Like, Chloe, that's just incredible. And just want to say thank you for being so honest with us because I think as Christian parents, it's actually helpful to hear these stories, like the stories of how Christians actually can hurt people. And without knowing your folks, I'm going to assume that they were just repeating what they had been modelled, as most of us do, whether we like it or not. And it sounds like they had this incorrect or false theology of God and his character that, as you said, abusively emulated in their home. Yeah, definitely. And I think it can come with some warnings for us as we parent. Um, do you? Yes, definitely. It is so important to understand God for yourself and understanding the history and the context of the Bible changes a lot. I remember when I was dating, my husband um, would have great conversations about what I'd been told and come to see God as Mm. and the Bible, and he would often be pushing back on my thinking. Mm. And when our understanding of God and who he says he is and how he wants us to live Um, is incorrect we have the danger of leading our kids and our family astray we have to know God for who he is and we have to hear from him and who he says he is not our family or even our church culture I totally agree and I was thinking as you were talking how is your upbringing affecting you now that you have kids? Because um, I think we all have moments where we cringe because we hear our mum come out of our mouth and it's usually the thing we saw we'd never say we do. Um, do you struggle breaking that generational mould at all? I definitely do. But a decision that I did make early on before I even had kids was that the generational mould in my family, that stops with me. Mm, that's great. And it can sometimes carry a lot of weight and pressure on my shoulders and sometimes I find myself doing things that my mum would do or say and it's really something I have to be conscious of and work on too Mm. and my son is so full of life and joy and energy but with all that comes some really hard things which come with having a child with additional needs And I think one of the biggest struggles is not letting shame rule. And in those moments, I really do have to have to wrestle to not do what my mum did and shame him like into submission or into obeying me. I really wrestle with how to foster those beautiful gifts he's given me and how to also foster this autism Mm -hmm. and there's some amazing things that can come from it, amazingly difficult too, but I want to parent well through it with my husband and I want to be engaging and connecting and serving him and loving him well and giving him space to let his big feelings and what he needs to do with my love and support. And I also think that I constantly need to assess how God wants me to be living, not how I was taught. He wants me to accept his grace. I I default to feeling like I need to work for it. And I was so brainwashed as a child and scripture was really used against me as a weapon. I was pushed into feeling like I had to do things and having to work for my parents to love me and God. And I push so much as a parent now against that. 
I don't want to push my kids into having a relationship with Jesus, but I do want to show them love and I want to model forgiveness and I want to model a God who has arms open saying, come to me. I want my boys to know that they don't have to earn God's love. That's so great, Chloe. Has there been anything that stood out to you over the last few years as you've been healing? Thinking how obviously something of feeling unworthy and not good enough is something that I'm still continually working on today. Mm. Like my birthday, for example, brought up that feeling of not good enough and I've really had to be conscious of like that and it's something that I will talk to my psychologist about when I see her next. But it's like also that expectation on women and Christian women that you have your story and where you've come from and maybe it could be traumatic and you've worked with God through that and the expectation of now everything's okay and I'm in God's light and everything's okay and good and God is with you. But he's, I don't know, but it's like, the ongoing effect of yeah. that trauma is still there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Because I have been to church mm. where it's felt like that, where everyone mm. around me and women are like being like, life is so good and we're so full of grace. And you're like, does God not love me if I'm struggling still? But it's not like that. Right? It isn't like that at like- all. But it can feel when it's like, I think the church is much better at it now than they were when I was a teenager yeah I just see it is that a theology thing yeah because it's not what's in the bible bible that's right doesn't promise healing no it promises healing in heaven yeah Shane and I were talking about that the other day actually like that healing like in the Pentecostal sort of church it can be like healing is this like instant thing and it's not always that. No, it's not. Often we are focused on right here in this moment. Yeah. But as Christians, we are in the process of being sanctified. We're in the yeah. process of being Definitely. made more like Jesus. And so it's, I think it's just like continued healing, that continued handing over our life to Jesus, of realigning everything to him so that, sure, we are hurt. You are hurt by your childhood and that does bring up pain, but it's then what do you do with that? And it's handing it over to God. And handing it, it's, yeah, it's like a um, constant thing, isn't it? And, and sometimes you can even forget because the world's so noisy. Yeah. And being a mum, it so, feels so noisy sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good thing to remember. And it's just living as a Christian. It's not as if, okay, we're saved, we're Christians now. Yeah. Tick, we've got that, yeah, we're going to heaven right. rocks. But it's yeah. that constant, oh, we're just studying John at the moment. And I was looking at the, the Bible passage that we were doing this week. I'll just pull it up. And it's in John 8 verses 31 and 32. And it just struck me. So it says, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And it's just, it's not as if believe you're a Christian. I mean, these Jews that he's talking to go on to turn away from him. Like Jesus is saying to them in context, you're trying to kill me. You're trying to kill me. And like they profess to be Jesus followers. Yeah. And so it's like, you've got this, you believe in him, hold to my teaching. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. I don't know. It's like this continuing on it really is isn't Mm. it (laughs) yeah that's really beautiful especially because like I I invited Jesus into my life 
since I was three. So that's I'm 30 now. So I feel like it's been the inappropriate. Um, yeah. Yes, yes. This like weaving of like constant coming back to Jesus through my season and where I might feel further away and I have to really be like, no, I'm walking with Jesus here. I'm walking with Jesus through this. He's still with me even though I'm not feeling him. He's still with me. It's just that constant realignment. It is. And how easily we are distracted by the other things that are going on about us. And it so doesn't mean like what you're saying, how it's Mm. like you, you invite Jesus into your life and it's like, tick, that's it. Everything's solved. Your problems are solved. Life's mm. good. Mm. So we live in a really busy world, and you do have to just constantly realign yourself. I've heard, I've heard Christians who, so I think I have a problem with, well, I have struggled with anger over the years. Yeah. And so I've gone looking for resources like yeah. what do other Christians go through when you hear on like a podcast yeah. and this woman will go, I just spent the morning praying and then I <laughs> felt God take the anger out of me. It's like he was just pulling out <laughs> all the veins Sorry, in my I body. It was this just deep root yeah. of anger that was just being pulled out and it was all pulled out and all that anger had gone. And I'm like... That is not my experience of it. So then what happens when you're driving down the street the next time and someone pulls out on you? Are you meant to not feel angry about that? Or even the person who I'm angry at hurts me again and they or they remind me of that thing that they did that has just I'm really had to work through yeah. and it's in that I have to make a choice again. Yeah. I have to make the choice to forgive. Yeah. I have to yeah. keep forgiving. You and really I think do. that is, I think that's more in line with what God calls us to. Like yeah. it's, as sinners, we don't just go, all right, I'm stopping that sin. It's, oh, I've done it again. I'm sorry, God. It's that continued repentance of please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please <laughs> forgive me. And God, God does. He, there, grace upon grace. His mercies yeah. in you every morning, and I just think it's that constant realignment to Him. Yeah. Hmm. And I was reading something too that was posted on Instagram by Julia Abel, actually, and it resonated with me how, like, how you're saying how realignment, but then also as God wants us to be like kind and gracious and authentic, he still wants us to like safe boundaries mm. and be guided by truth. Mm. And but also limit interactions with those who constantly criticize you. So well, it like, doesn't mean you be a doormat. Like it yeah, doesn't that's mean you right. keep being abused or yeah. all of these things. Yeah. It doesn't mean reconciliation. I that's think that's what right. I'm trying to say. Yeah, you can yeah. forgive, you can yeah all of those things, but it doesn't mean that you need to. Sometimes that's not possible because the person you need to reconcile with has passed away. And sometimes you need to say, we're just, this is not safe for one of us or both of us or all of those things. That is okay. I don't think we're necessarily called to reconciliation, but we are called to forgiveness, which is, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, it it? really is, isn't it? Yeah. But there's so many things that have stood out to me over the last few years knowing that I'm loved and found in God's grace, that I don't have to be perfect or strive to be, 
that I am worthy and loved in God's eyes, just how I am right now. I'm literally preaching to myself. I'm working on not listening to the voice that tells me that I am not enough. And I keep having to remind myself that God loves me because of Jesus. Mm. I don't want to strive so much to be someone that I'm not and lose connection of those around me because I'm just thinking of all the things that I should be or that I should be doing. Motherhood is a challenge. It brings up all those insecurities and doubts and makes you weary, makes you question everything you do. We want to be the best for our kids all the time, but we're going to fail at that. We're going to fail a lot as mums, <laughs> but we need to keep reminding ourselves of truth. It's not how much I do. I just need to come back to Jesus and rest in the grace that he offers. Dear Jesus, I thank you, God, that with you there is no judgment and no shame. And I thank you, Lord, that you were there in my choices and helping provide direction for where you need me to go and what you need me to do day to day. And I just thank you, Lord, that as I trust in you and you walk with me hand in hand, I pray that I will continue continue to feel your love and that you would help me to continue to know that I am worthy and loved by you, God. And I thank you, Jesus, that you rewrite past Lord and my future and that with you things are good I just pray as we go about our day Lord that you will be present and you will provide direction Amen